and we are live. That's live for us anyways, and you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour, and I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. City. This podcast is a couple of months in the making. On August 26th, Hip Hop's Ray Music and Beer Festival kicked off. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. Basically, we walk around the beer festival. We talk to a lot of different people at the beer festival. When I say we, it would be Corey and I. So right at the jump of this podcast, it's Woody and his wife, Abby. They're the ones who executed this awesome first annual event, and I have a feeling there's going to be plenty more in the future for them, and also the owners of the Deleon. And so these are interviews that we took around the festival. Different people gives you a flavor of what it was like to attend the event. You're not going to want to miss the next one, man. I had a really great time. I'm appreciative of being invited to attend this kind of event and conduct these interviews. It was a fantastic time. Uh, I met a rapper who gave me a CD called The Songs and Smells of Uncle Sko's Cabin. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and play one of the tracks from that. They're going to fade right into the interview. The interviews, I should say. And uh, catch you on the flip side. Again, this is Songs and Smells of Uncle Skull's Cabin, and this jam is called Bum Hands. I didn't do it for the free chips and dips. I did it cause I have a sickness and an itch that needs to be scratched. Repeatedly free, narcissistic MCs, look at them now. All proud, all smiles. I live beneath the styles that they try to fight. Got it wrong, never right, I'm never high, yeah right. You can file these bars under B for bullshit, trickery. On the MIC with no overdubs, homie. I flow on my own accord, no crutch. I'm too raw to be silenced that you can try. And rely on I style on them first And never lack that passion when I spit these words If speech you desire Then hip-hop's what we serve If it's speech you desire Then hip-hop's what we serve So we're here live at Hip-Hop's Hooray Beer Festival And man, it's just a beautiful location As soon as we pulled up uh, Could hear the music And then the way the, everything was arranged there's even an indoor portion where people could cool off and just one of the cooler beer festivals i got to attend and i'm standing here with woody woody's one of the guys who organized it i'm here with eric and jody who are the um owners of the de Leon, the location that we have here so i want to talk to you woody first uh, 
Uh, what is your impression right now here at your first festival, man? Uh, man, I'm just pleased, man. This is this is overwhelming, man. Just to see my vision, you know, happen, man. I'm I'm completely overwhelmed, man. This is great. The support that I've gotten from everybody has been awesome, and you know, and and having my really close friends right by my side, who have you know, who have opened their doors for me. I, I mean, I, I mean, Eric, Eric and Jody, I couldn't ask for better people to do this for me. So. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed right now, man. I'm, I'm kind of speechless. I'm just kind of walking around taking it all in. Man. It's, 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 it's been a great day. So. And I was talking about uh, how beautiful the location was, you know, and, and what a great venue this is. You want to talk to a little, little bit about what you guys offer as far as a venue and, and about this location? Sure. So we are actually a, an event space, which means anything. We can do weddings. We can do private parties. We can do beer fests. This is actually our first experience with beer, period, ever. We've never been to a beer fest or anything like that, so it's all new to us. So it's really exciting. Everybody's been really warm and inviting. And so um, we're just excited to see it, and hopefully next year it'll be bigger and better and grow each year for Woody. And we definitely we want to do this for Woody. And so he's one of our best friends, so we care about him a lot. And so you said this is your first experience at a beer festival? Yes. What, what do you what do you think of what is your impression of uh, the whole beer festival vibe so far? Love it, love it. It's totally laid back. Everybody's cool. They're chill. Um, we just started passing all the food, so ho- hopefully everybody will enjoy the food. Um, it's been great, great experience. Yeah, I think a lot of people have uh, the impression that a beer festival is like this wild thing, but you know, in general, the nicest people Woody can attest to that go to beer festivals, and the beer community in Kansas City specifically is like. Uh, uh, almost like a big family. So, Eric, what, what are your thoughts on the beer festival, man? If every event could go like this, we'd do uh, we'd do a lot more beer fests. Uh, there's there's not any stress here today. Uh, everybody's enjoying the weather, the music. Uh, it literally looks like a family reunion out here. Uh, and some of these people may not even know each other. So, we're thankful for the day. We're thankful for Woody and Abby, uh, my wife Jody. Uh, our daughter Nadia is over there doing wristbands. So I mean, this is a family affair for us. Uh, Woody's family to us, and so uh, Hip Hop Saray 2017 is only number one of many to come. Uh, you know, I told Woody I want the whole block to be full, uh, and I hope that he outgrows our venue. Um, and so that's the goal. Is um, as soon as we end today, we'll take a break and watch the fight tonight that everybody's hyping up, uh, and then we'll probably uh, yeah. We'll see how that turns out. Uh, Woody didn't want to put any money on it, so. Okay. But anyway, you know, that, that we're, we're just glad to be a part of it. Uh, obviously, it gets our name out there, but Woody came to us with a vision, kind of one of those things on a cocktail napkin. And we sat there and talked about it and talked about it, and here it is today. And it's we've got good weather, and we're blessed to have good friends, and we got food coming around from American Fusion and in fact, one of our past bride and grooms is one of the people passing food, so um, we're just thankful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 better than I thought it'd be. You know, we 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 thought, man, let's just see what we can do, and here it is. So, and we appreciate everybody being here. Well done, man. And I've there's some awesome beers that we've had so far too, man. So how long has uh, the Leon Event Center been here? So we took the building over in May of 2015 and, and started demo of what now is the ballroom. Uh, we've been here two and a half years, and we set our goals for how many events we wanted to do, and we've exceeded that. And so we had this weekend open, and we wanted to give it to Woody and Abby to start their dream and their vision of hip-hop saray and, and 
you know, like I said, I hope this is one of many, and I hope we outgrow it. Yeah, and um, most people don't know where it's located, but, or, you know, it's, you say Gillum, and Gillum kind of runs and stops and then goes back and forth, but it's a part of town that's really, like, changing, and you could look out and you see everyone's trying to kind of catch that vibe, and people are moving back into the city, and they're doing a lot of cleanup, and I think it's it's just great how you guys are coming back into the city and, and helping the city grow. We're in Midtown, and, uh, you know, this this was an amazing neighborhood. It's the Hyde Park neighborhood, uh, and then it kind of had a bad name for a few decades, and now it's coming back, and everything from Armour Boulevard south of us all the way to Hallmark north of us is all being revitalized, and we got in on the ground level of hopefully where we can be able to retire from. You know, our hope is that we pass this down to our daughter um, and hopefully Violet, Woody's daughter, and my daughter, Nadia, maybe they'll be having a beer fest and uh, of their own someday. So, But, yeah, I mean, this this, this Hyde Park neighborhood's coming back, and we, we love to be a part of it. So we love Midtown. Yeah, and um, as someone that's only been in Kansas, you know, I've been in Kansas City 12 years now, so I remember what it was like over here, and it's just it's a, it's amazing to see, and it's it's great that there's people that are, are willing to kind of step up and, and do their part to – to, to make this this city great you know when i moved here there wasn't a power and light no one wanted to be near downtown and now you just can't keep people away so i, I think what you guys have done is fantastic Any, anything east of gates used to be considered the hood and i remember that because we bought cars at the dealership and wouldn't go any farther east and now this we when we're done setting up an event we'll hang out in the courtyard at night and listen to the birds and the crickets and all that and so it's totally different. It's diversified. There's different ethnicities. To not, I mean, there's everything here. Yeah. And you can look out at this crowd today. There's black, white, Mexican, men, women. There's everything here. And so... I think he's talking about, about you, Ruben. Right on. Man. Me too. Me too. I'm a De Leon. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 we, we love Midtown. We're, we're straight east of Gates, east of Costco. I mean, it's, it's, it's coming back. And, and also near the, the Chinese place up here with the best lunch special where you could get uh, fried rice for four ninety five, and everybody makes fun of me, but you're not going to find more or better fried rice for five bucks. You will not, you will not, you will not find any more. It's the beast, not the feast. Exactly. If you ain't never seen Corey, you would think he's like 400 pounds, okay? Hey, he's the smallest dude you can see right there. You know? I, I like to eat. I like to eat. Well, um, once again, thank you guys for putting this on woody for bringing all this great community together and we look forward to next year yeah and and just thank you guys for being a part of it man because i I love your podcast i always listen to it y'all you two cutting on cutting on each other (laughs) is probably the best part of it i I love it you know and and uh, again i want to thank my friends i want to thank my wife because you know the three of them they put in a lot of work to get this together you know and and just to see it happen, man, it's just it's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. I'm I'm in, I'm in awe right now. So we sat over at the gas station and got more ice. And Woody and I just took about two minutes to look across over here and just be thankful for everything we've had uh, as far as friendships and and blessings. And so and Woody just kind of soaked it in. And we we had our little uh, little moment together, a little bromance moment over there, getting ice. I mean, maybe if like one tear is a cry, but I don't, I don't call one tear a cry. I call it you kind of shed it, just a little something, you know. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. I'm here with Shubru, 
I'm wearing my shoe brew shirt. He's wearing a shoe brew shirt. Ruben has pictures, so he'll post it to to the podcast on the show notes. Uh, and we're going to talk about his uh, Can't Beat Them, Join Them, Pineapple Milkshake IPA. Can you tell us a little bit about it? All right, so this is my uh, take on the New England IPA. And I've kind of been a hater of this style for a while. But uh, I've uh, that's why it's called If You Can't Beat Them, Join Them. So I've learned to enjoy them. And they're, uh, so it's a classic New England IPA that's got Galaxy, Lemon Drop, and Eldorado hops. Uh, a bunch of oats in it to make it nice and hazy. And then it's got an addition of uh, lactose sugar and uh, pineapple to kind of give it that milkshake, creamy kind of feel in the mouthfeel. So it's, that's kind of what I uh, make it a good approachable beer for anybody that likes beer. Yeah, and it's pretty good. And um, I wanted to ask you about the, the lacto. Tell us a little bit about uh, how it seems more and more people, um, it's kind of starting to use uh, lacto in their IPAs and more specifically in their New England-style IPAs. Yeah, so the lactose basically is just, it's basically a sugar, so it basically sweetens the beer up a little bit and about, it basically balances uh, the bitterness that some people don't like from an IPA, so uh, it makes it more approachable for people who don't like a lot of bitterness in their IPA. So that's why people have been adding the lactose. And it also helps with the mouthfeel, kind of give it more of a thick, kind of creamy kind of a, a mouthfeel is what the lactose does too. It's a really good um, IPA, uh, New England style. I like it. I, I like the lacto in it. So um, he does a lot of beer festivals, so come out and try it next time around. Hey, uh, this is uh, Corey here. I'm here with uh, Kansas City, local Kansas City beer legend, Nathan Ryerson, who apparently has a Friction Beer Company. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Friction. Uh, Friction's kind of our new endeavor. We've kept under kind of lock and key for a while, and this is our first kind of coming out party a little passion project i've been working on since 2011 brent came on board in december and uh here we are so are you going to uh open up a tap house here in town or what are your plans in terms of that yeah so we're gonna do a full brewery and tap room um to be announced very 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 shortly i was hoping to be able to announce it today but we're days hopefully a week or two away so yeah so we're, we're negotiating our lease right now. So hopefully, as, as someone that does leasing, I know what a pain in the ass it is. So I, I can vouch for it. So um, you said it was a passion project. And from the time we had you on our podcast, you were huge into New England IPAs before anybody really knew what New England IPAs were. And now all anybody talks about is New England IPAs. So is that kind of what pushed you in that direction? Absolutely. So, I mean, for better or for worse, I wanted to have locally the beer that I want to drink, and that's those style of beers. So we wanted to go with that whole fresh, flavorful New England-style beers, and that was really the genesis for what we were trying to do. So, Excellent. And this is uh, – I got a glass of it right now. It's the Galaxy IPA. Uh, Reuben had one of these, and he held out on me, but he drank it all because he doesn't like to share. So this is my first go at it. Yep, that's, that's what a New England IPA is supposed to taste like. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, kind of the how you went about doing it. Uh, like this one specifically? Yeah, get the Galaxy IPA specifically. Yeah, so Galaxy is one of my favorite hops, if not my favorite hop. So we went ahead and tried to do kind of a easy drinking but really full flavored IPA um, packed full of Galaxy. This actually has Galaxy, Amarillo, and Citra in it. 
Uh, mostly Galaxy, though, 7.7%, which you would have no idea drinking it that it's 7.7%. I was going to ask you the, the, the alcohol because it does not taste like a 7.7 ABV beer at all. It drinks really smoothly, and that's good and bad. Oh, absolutely. It's a dangerous beer, for sure. <laughs> so are you going to be located uh, in Beer Alley or north of the river or, or TBD? Uh, let's just say we're within about a mile of it. So if that helps, a mile or two. Yeah. Um, ex- exciting stuff. Um, they have stickers, so I'm going to grab one and um, be on the lookout for uh, friction. And whoever, go on YouTube. Look up Nathan's reviews. He reviews a lot of the New England-style IPAs, and just by watching two or three, you're going to notice the the passion that he has for it, and you know he's going to put that forward into what he makes. So it's August Saturday, August 26th, on the eve of the biggest fight night all year, perhaps. I mean, it's certainly the biggest fight this year, and I'm here with a box of boxing themed brewer you guys call boxer but, but it's a dog, it's a dog yeah. but it's a dog there's a paw print that he didn't notice we thought it was boxing boxer boxing and then i saw the paw and i'm like i'm gonna let reuben fuck it up so why why is the boxer called the uh, the dog but they they do kind of box right so it is boxing it's boxing themed absolutely they get up on their hind legs on huh? the oh, he'll get up and he will punch you probably in your junk honestly so yeah their dog will punch you in the junk so we're here with uh, Boxer, Helpful Boxer Brewing. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you, Helpful Boxer. You want to uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we've been brewing since 2013, uh, past couple years very seriously, and now we're kind of hoping to take the next step, and we really want to be Kansas City, Kansas' first brewery there. So, yeah, that's kind of the goal. Awesome. And uh, I didn't ask you your name. What's your name, bro? My name's Bart, like the Simpsons. Right on. Yeah. And so the beer... And I'm Jenny. Jenny. Bart and Jenny, and so you guys are co-owners of the Helpful Boxer Brewing? That's right, yeah. Okay, so the beer that we have right now is a New England-style IPA. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so as opposed to more traditional IPA, this one's going to be a little less bitter, uh, juicier, fuller, uh, kind of almost like adult orange juice is what we call it. So thick, rich, but really satisfying, great to drink on a hot summer day, and something that really anyone can appreciate, not even just hopheads. So it's a beer for everybody. Right on. And uh, what do you think so far of the of the beer festival? I'm loving it. This is fantastic. The music has been on point. The festival has been great. I love it. Yeah, it's such a great atmosphere here. I'm going to go ahead and, and try the beer right now. And I'm going to um, – can you guys be located next to a Pollo Ray, please? <laughs> How about really, really close to barbecue? That'll work. That'll work. Yes. Yes. You more Kansas City than close to barbecue, right? That's true. That's true. But El Pollo Rey is a KCK tradition. They are very fantastic. They actually crack on the chicken when they're smoking it. That's why it's so good. But whatever. Crack crack chicken. Crack chicken. Yeah. See, you're not wrong. Yeah. So good. So where do you think you guys are going to go? We have a couple ideas we're looking at right now, but uh, it's kind of a little early in the game to say exactly where we're going to be at. But, yeah, we definitely want to be in Kansas City, Kansas. That's our number one goal right now. Is it more difficult? I've noticed that most breweries shy away from going to Kansas. Is it? Uh, are the laws different and make it more difficult for breweries to open? A little bit, yeah. It's definitely a little bit more of an obstacle. Some counties have a food restriction, so, like, half of your proceeds have to come from a food source. Uh, Wyandotte County, fortunately, isn't like that, though, so we're not – we're going to let the people that know food deal with food. We know beer. We're going to deal with beer. So that's where we're going right now. 
Excellent. So what do you think, Ruben? Oh, it, it's an awesome beer. Be on the lookout for Helpful Boxer, Boxer Brewing. Uh, it's an excellent uh, take on the New England-style IPA, man. Right on. Thanks, guys. If you're on Untapped, feel free to check in, too. So. Okay, perfect. Facebook, Untapped, Twitter, all those things. So. All right, yeah, we'll check them out on social media, too, man. Thank you, brother. You might like it. All right, I'm here with Mac yes. and Devin. Devin. And we're drinking, uh, the shit is B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah, I know. I'm just doing it like the, uh, it's, it's spelled out there. You see, that's what the hyphens mean. Yeah, and yeah, it's, you uh, have to, uh, spell it out. Yeah, you have to spell it out. So it's a banana bread IPA and we were at New Alchemy and we're, we're getting ready to leave because he's got to be somewhere in like 30 minutes. And he's like, and he's like, you have to try the banana bread. It is unbelievable. So, Devin, you are the brewer, correct? Mac and I are both the brewers. Yeah. Both you and Mac are the brewers. So I will ask Devin first, and then I will go to Mac. Tell us about Banana Bread IPA. It's pretty good. All right. It is. It is. That's fair, but I could have said that. I'm, I don't need Devin to help me with it. All right, Mac, your turn. Uh, so it started life as a uh, basically a lactose IPA, New England-style lactose IPA. Um, ended up putting it into secondary on five pounds of pureed bananas, uh, cinnamon stick, two uh, vanilla beans. Um, four days later, we were going to dry hop it, but uh, siphoned a thief off and tried it. Uh, fell in love with it and said, no, we're, we're not going to dry hop it. We love exactly where it's at. So we kind of killed the IPA factor and brought it back down to a banana bread ale. Um, at this point, it probably blends more well with a cream ale blend or a base. It's absolutely fantastic. So I see you're wearing a St. Louis Blues hat. Are you from St. Louis or just a hockey fan? A uh, huge hockey fan. Absolutely not from St. Louis. If uh, Kansas City gets a hockey team, I'll hate the Blues tomorrow. There you go. Because uh, Ru- Ru- Ruben was telling me that uh, he saw that the Blues may be coming to Kansas City for good, or that's what he said. It, it's always a rumor until it's true. We also almost got the Penguins. We used to have the Blades and the Scouts. Uh I won't, I won't change my opinion until we actually get a team. Yeah, the Scout Trade Center is the issue right now, but uh, if I had to stab in the dark, they'll definitely resolve that because St. Louis knows they don't want to lose them, and they've got a dedicated arena for them. And St. Louis loves hockey, and uh, the Sprint Center loves having a fucking concert every third day because it's yeah. a shit ton of money. I mean, the issue is that if Kansas City had a hockey team, I'd fucking hate the Blues, but we don't have a hockey team, so I love the Blues. That's that's fair. And De- Devin is wearing a Sporting KC hat, so. Cheers. And it tastes like bananas. So uh, are you a homebrew club at this point, or what And what do you see for your what, – what are you guys looking for two or three years down the road? Uh, so we're involved in ZZ Hops. Uh, we are trying to go commercial at this point. We're trying to secure financing. Um, we're, we're realistically to open the doors. We need 370. We're sitting right around 120 committed. Uh, we really just we're trying to push for that last bit of financing to kind of open the doors. We would love to be open next year. We'd love to be open in the next two years, uh, but at the same time, we're not willing to risk our current lives for it. Fair enough. They, um, if people drink that, uh, the, the shit is B-A-N-A-N-A-S, um, you'll get that financing going. So thank you much, guys. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're here at Red Crow. I'm about to try some uh, Nora Jane. So can you tell us a little bit about Nora Jane? Absolutely. So Nora Jane is our summer seasonal. It's a blood orange wit. 
And so it's a we use our, our house Belgian yeast. Um, unlike traditional wits, we don't spice it with anything. Um, we let the yeast create all the esters and the phenols in that beer to create the, the base flavor. Um, prior to transfer, we dose it with some blood orange puree, uh, roll it over, carbonate it up, and let it ride. So it's it's slightly different than your traditional uh, Belgian wit in those manners. And it's 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 really refreshing. So love to ask you a little bit about how did you guys. Open a brewery in Kansas, which apparently in the the Johnson County, even though you guys are you guys in Johnson or not? No, we're in Johnson County. We're just right now. We're just north of the uh, the county line. So Kansas is a little bit different uh, as far as its liquor laws in uh, Missouri. So uh, it's county by county, and Johnson County is what they call a uh, a wet county with a thirty percent food rule. So that means any drinking establishment license, which is what we have to serve our alcohol on, on uh, site has to have 30% gross sales in food. And so we've spoken to two city attorneys, mm-hmm. and they agree that us using food trucks, which is how we um, make those food numbers, um, meet, the, meet the requirements. Essentially, we have uh, food trucks, just like American Fusion, who's here today. Uh, Chef Tito's awesome. They filled in one time for us. Uh, they have awesome fish tacos. I just wanted to add that real quick. And I want to add the fact that... Um, us, along with the De Leons, selected the menu that was going to be here today at our space. So I had to put that in there because Woody and Abby weren't there. That's their loss, <laughs> not mine. Um, so, yeah, we use food trucks like uh, American Fusion. We essentially run everything through our register. Um, we pay them at the end of the night less than taxes. We collect all the taxes that are due to the state of Kansas and to the county and to the city. Collect those. They go to the state. They distribute them uh, where they need to be. Uh, and so we're using that uh, in order to keep our drink exception right. So basically, you guys are just helping. You're, you're not. You don't. You're, you're making a great product, and you're getting kind of beer out to you know. Apparent for whatever reason, it just it seems a lot of the breweries end up either in North Kansas City or all over in the crossroads. But thankfully, you guys are on the on the Kansas side, closer to a lot of us. But. The fact that you're bringing in the food trucks and just, you know, you're helping spur on business and giving people that have a dream like you guys had an opportunity to flourish and, and basically, you know, make a living. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity because it's essentially a symbiotic relationship. You know, we use somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 20 to 30 food trucks. We have, we have 20 food trucks on the roster right now. Sorry, I had to refer to my beautiful wife who handles all the trucks, Misty. Um, so we use a, a rotating schedule of 20 trucks. Um, and what this, in our opinion, does is it helps to spur our business and it helps spur, obviously, 20 other businesses. You know, they, it gives them um, exposure that they may not have gotten coming to South Johnson County. You know, it enables us to meet the requirements that the state has put on us as far as keeping our drinking establishment license. Um, and the greatest thing about it is, you know, we're uh, essentially a force in the town we're at because of the way the taxes are collected and disseminated. You know, um, alcohol taxes are a lot different in Kansas than they are in Missouri. Um, if you're doing a dollar-by-dollar dollar comparison, for every dollar of sales that I have, another business has to sell $5.70 worth of a product in order for the city to collect the same amount of tax revenue that we generate with our alcohol sales. Uh, And that all, um, because of the, um, the, the laws in the state of Kansas stays in the city it's collected in so it, it's, it's a great thing for spring hill it's a great thing for johnson county you know it's a great thing for us and, and the food trucks we use 
Awesome. And uh, last thing, uh, the names. You All your beers seem to have women's names, Nora Jane. Um, where, what's the genesis of that? So essentially all of our, all of our uh, names of our beers are named after women who are either family members, uh, associated with our family in some manner or the other, or are very influential women. So the two beers we have today are Nora Jane, and that is my wife's mother's grandmother. Her great great grandmother, and then Sybil is the other beer we have today. So Sybil is, and sometimes it gets lost in the translation. But Sybil is based on the Sally Field movie, where the woman in the book, or sorry, the movie in the book, with the woman who had multiple personalities. That's a brewer's beer. So uh, rather than having a name for each each time that beer comes out, uh, we just call it Sybil version X Y Z. It works. Yeah. So sometimes we explain that to younger people, and they're uh, they kind of get that uh, deer in the headlights kind of look. Well, well, that's awesome, and um, I have a daughter, so uh, girl power. Yeah, girl power. Very, very good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's good to meet you. Thanks, man. So, uh, so we're here at Hip Hop's Beer Festival, and how uh, timely or good luck or of good fortune I'd be talking to a, a rapper who likes craft beer. So, uh, what's your name, and, and tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Negro Sco, and I'm a MC of almost 20 years, originally from Southern California. Um, I fell in love with craft beer, like, in 2011 and 12, uh, courtesy of my good friends at the Riot Room, because they have, like, an amazing beer selection. Um, so, yeah, I've just, I've been seeking it out. I'm trying to drink every beer on the planet right now, you know? So you've been rapping for 20 years, right? And so just to kind of put that in perspective, like, it's like a craft like anything else, right? So after 20 years, you've been honing your craft. How, how, where, where are you at? How do you feel where you're at lyrically or, or what you're doing in, in regards to the hip-hop scene? I feel like I'm very, what's the word here? I feel like I've excelled in 20 years. Um, I'm comfortable with my performance and my content of my music, and I, I've never catered. Either you're gonna like like me or you're not. You know, like I, I never dumb it down, and I make it easy to comprehend for the the simple mind, the people that may not be into hip hop. When I perform my music, you're gonna comprehend me the first time around, and I never take it too serious, and I never try to get too political or, you know, people wanna have a good time with music. They don't want to be like taught or talked down to or told they need to be like this or that you know so and it's funny you would say that because the beer scene's a lot like that too right i'm always thinking like beer's supposed to be fun but sometimes we'll get to like where we're like talking down to people as far as like no you should like this because of this or that reason right totally there agree with that. you know there's a level of snobbery within yeah. hip-hop you know like and craft beer oh i don't i'm not i don't drink no hams you know you never forget your roots you know like it all started somewhere you know, and as long as you don't forget your roots, you'll go far in life, you know? And that's that's what I tell people, man. It's like hip-hop and craft beer are cultures, you know? Craft beer is an, is an expensive culture. Craft beer is an expensive culture, you know? Hip-hop is like do-it-yourself. But at the end of the day, if you enjoy what you're doing and what you're sharing, because at the end we're sharing our art, you know, beer art, music art with the public, you know, and that's what matters. That, that's very well said, man. It makes perfect sense to me. One thing I want to ask you is, uh, like, so what are some of the themes or maybe uh, some of the uh, subject matter in the songs that you make, man? Um, relationship, uh, social injustice. Um, I even jump off the field and just on some abs absurd abstraction, you know, like 
what, he's just talking about eating crazy animals. You know, the first one of the earliest songs I wrote was called "The Ill Should I Eat to Complete My Diet." Why don't you try it? Consume slithering earthworms jammed in a sandwich. So fuck your manwich. I sweet I switch to meat with more texture and flavor. That's why I eat alligator tongues cooked well done and just for fun. Down 151 Bacardi rum until my gums bleed. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just abstract thoughts, having fun with it. And being content in your flesh and your skin and just sharing your art with everybody. Right on, man. Thank you, man. It's nice meeting you, bro. You have a you have a good time, man. Thank you for having me. Corey, nice, nice to meet you. you. Carlos. Oh, shit. We are car- All right. We are with uh, Wild Plains Brewing, and you guys are out of? Uh, South Overland Park. South, uh, what's South Overland Park? 151st and Metcalf. Okay. No, I'm at 124th and Antiochish. So, yeah, real close. so, uh, yeah, dude, that's that's an easy drive, man. Get on yeah. 69 Highway. I could be there in like four and a half minutes. So, is it uh, is it a actual brewery or what's the what is what are you right now? Home brewers. Um, we brewed Baby Carlos, and we're like, what the hell are we gonna call this thing? And and we're like. You know, we both like styles. Yep. A lot of inside jokes. We just have fun with it right now. Are you from the South, baby Carlos? I'm not. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Because you have that, like, a Southern accent. So how'd you end up being Carlos? My dad loves Carlos Santana. What? Oh, hold on. My dad really loves Carlos Santana, so, hey, you know, it is what it is. No, I, I like Carlos is a good name, so... So why did you name the beer Baby Carlos? We're all in love with Carlos, man. So we got we had to name a beer after him, and that's why it's Baby Carlos. So did you go to the uh, – Carlos is wearing a Navy uh, polo shirt, so did you go to the academy? I did. Class of 98. Oh, wow. Annapolis, most beautiful – I probably should have had this on while drinking, but, hey, you know, it is what it is. Hey, you, you, <laughs> you, you did your time. You, you got uh, – Un- oh. <laughs> Carlos got an unbelievable education and, and and got to live in Annapolis, Maryland, which is a super underrated city that I've been to, and it's absolutely beautiful. I have toured the Naval Academy, and there is a breakfast place there. I don't remember what it's called. Bancroft Hall. And they have Scrapple, and so good, so good. Scrapple's a... A thing from the south, but back, back. Uh, so tell us about the beer. Who brewed it? Um, I I brewed it. Jeremiah um, is what it is. It's an imperial stout brewed with um, coffee. My son has a coffee company. He roasts his own beans and sells them. What what company? It is Stanley Coffee Company. He um, all the proceeds for his company goes for him to for missions trips to, so he can go to Haiti. Um, we've got actually. 13 ounces of whole coffee beans in this batch of beer. So it's 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 coffee forward. It's coffee forward. And then I saw it's a 10.2 also, right? That that's correct. It's it's high alcohol, but it is masked very well, very easy drinking. Awesome. I'm I'm about to try it, so ask him about the coffee too, the Yes, he he yeah. yes. If you were listening and paying attention, Ruben. So what what is your plan for 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 your brewing company? Um, obviously, we'd love to go commercial. Um, it takes a lot of planning, a lot of finances. Um, hopefully, some days those dreams come to tuition. 
So how does a good uh, Naval Academy grad end up in the beer industry? A lot of good friends. Good beer, good friends go together. So what do you think of the beer? You're, you're drinking it now. It's, it's, it is very coffee forward. I really like it. And it's a 10.2 and I do not taste any. This could be a 5.3 and I wouldn't know it. If somebody told me it was a 10.2, I would not believe them. The the coffee flavor is, is well blended in the beer. It doesn't overpower it, but it still tastes like a beer and it's fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate it. How long have you been brewing, Jeremiah? Four years. Four years? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so are you just going to keep doing smaller beer festivals or what? How do you, what, what do you see in the future for for you guys? The, the, the festivals we traditionally do is the Blarney Brew Off in Lee Summit uh, for Taps and Grains mm-hmm. and the um, High Plains Brew Off in um, Oberlin Park um, put on by Brew Lab. Um, we're, we're pretty loyal to those guys, and, you know, who knows where it goes from here. We're excited about the future. Well, you guys make a wonderful beer, and I thank you for taking the time today. Okay, awesome. I just, I just found you like a month ago. All right, cool. All right, uh, I'm here with Taylor Jones with New Alchemy Brewing, and we're about to try his uh, strawberry IPA. What can you tell us about it? Um, so it's a, a New England-style milkshake base. So it's got equal parts of the uh, the two-row Marisotter and Vienna malts. And then I added white wheat and flaked oats to kind of round it and fluff it and kind of make it a little pillowy. And then um, it's dropped two days into fermentation, so it's fermi- it's it's dry hopping during high krausing. So as it's active fermentation, it's dry hopping. And then we racked it over to strawberries and vanilla. And that kind of makes that strawberry milkshake. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really not nice flavor, very... Uh... Uh, typical of the New England style IPA. So, where is New Alchemy out of? Uh, New Alchemy right now is a homebrew, uh, but we're looking to open up in the downtown area here with, by spring of eighteen, hopefully. Oh wow! So, so you guys, um, what are what are your like uh, your flagship beers? Um, our, actually, our, one of our flagship pale ales we're actually pouring today. If you guys want to try it next, it's our What What Pale Ale. It's an American pale ale, dry hopped with one hundred percent citra. So it's, it's, it's toasty, a little biscuity with that super citrusy charge at the back end. Um, and we're going to primarily focus on hops. So uh, we're going to be very hop-forward brewery. So more of a, um IPA, there's a lot. Uh, I remember in BTKC there was a thread about a month ago that uh, nobody brews, brews good IPAs in Kansas City. So you guys are looking to change that. We are, but, you know, like a lot of the IPAs here in Kansas City are starting to get really, really, really good. Like uh, Tornable is one of my favorite that, that does a lot of good things with hops. But, yeah, we're hoping to be that brewery that people go to for hops. And, you know, we're going to have a full restaurant attached. So, you know, to be kid-friendly and all that. So I think it'll be a piece to everybody. And plus you can have some good solid brews while you do it. Awesome. I'm going to I'm gonna try some what what and um – Look out for New Alchemy coming spring of 18 to the Kansas City area. Thanks, man. What's your name, man? Kevin, good to meet you.